Hello, I'm Jim, and this is On The Left Side, the alternative football show. Make sure this is the week that you subscribe to this podcast. I know you've been meaning to, and you can do it wherever you are listening to this podcast right now. It means you will never miss another show. Right, it's been a fascinating week in football. Arsenal fans have invented a brand new term for the much-talked-about potential departure of Arsene Wenger from the Emirates. They've dubbed the potential exit Wexit, which not only leads to some disturbing mental images as to whether Arsene would have a soft or a hard exit, but also leads me to think that Wenger's next job should be advising Theresa May. The PM said it would take up to two years to leave Europe after triggering Article 50. Whereas Wenger has proved on more than one occasion that all he needs is 90 minutes with a bunch of Germans. So, what's coming up on this week's show? The world's best post-match interview? Really, this time. A redefining of the football hard man. Manchester City are feeling bluer than normal. But first, let's shake it out, shake it out, ooh, ooh. It may have happened well over a week ago, but now Barcelona's epic comeback against PSG in the Champions League is still causing shockwaves. Literally. News broke this week that the Barca fans celebrating Sergio Roberto's late goal caused a minor earthquake around Camp Nou. Well, it was either that or Lionel Messi dropping the stack of cash that he currently owes the inland revenue. So football really can make the earth move for some people. Not for me though. I assumed that game was dead and buried, so instead of watching it, I watched Broadchurch on ITV Catch-Up, which is ironically pretty much what always stops the earth moving in my household. Oh, do you fancy uh, an early night and, um, you know, hmm? uh, Not tonight, I've got loads of washing to do and I want to watch Corrie later. If you want to gauge the excitement inside the stadium, then all you have to do is listen to Finland's answer to John Motson, who was watching that winning goal go in. When I hear that, it reminds me of that scene in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You know the one where Judge Doom finally gets dissolved in the dip. But that isn't the only wailing, weeping and gnashing of teeth that has taken place as a result of that match. A group of PSG fans have refused point blank to acknowledge the result and they have demanded that the game be replayed. In a move that was quickly copied by Nicola Sturgeon this week when she demanded a second Scottish referendum, an official change.org petition set up by a fan of Barca's arch-rivals Real Madrid has been asking for a third match and blaming it all on the referee. As a result of the refereeing that benefited to FC Barcelona, I ask for the disqualification of the referee Denise Eitekin for his serious mistakes made during the match. So far the partition has got almost 300,000 amazingly bitter signatures, which I'm sure means UEFA will be considering the documents carefully and giving it a serious and thought out response very soon. Come on, if you're gonna get a footballing governing body to take anything seriously, then the envelope needs to be stuffed with a bit more than just signatures. Anyway, if we're going to start replaying games because of a little unfairness here and there, then there are much more pressing issues. The 1986 Hand of God World Cup game for a start. 
it a use of the hand that England are complaining about? Lampard's disallowed goal against Germany. That game that I played in at school in 1989. I was on for a hat-trick at lunchtime and Paul Monk went off with his ball because somebody called him a div. I mean, talk about injustice. That's me not getting my hat-trick that was an injustice, by the way. I mean, Paul really was a bit of a div. But for all those that are screaming for the match to be replayed, former Barcelona defender Dani Alves had the perfect response. His advice was this. Hmm. Well, they should stop crying, shouldn't they? If they want it replayed, they can replay on YouTube as much as they want. <laughs> I'm not sure that's great advice. Watching something that's caused you immense pain over and over again isn't going to do you any good. I've still not got over Phantom Menace. <laughs> so, PSG fans, shut up and stop whining. We get enough of that from Jose Mourinho. Speaking of Jose, the special one hasn't seemed quite as miserable in recent weeks than he has so far this season. Things seem to be coming together for United, and Mourinho is beginning to live up to his early promises. If I, if I have to choose a nickname for this period, I would choose the happy one. He's even been seen cracking a smile at his press conferences and claimed last week that he wasn't that bad after all. I'm not the monster that you say I am. I'm not such a bad guy, I'm not such an arrogant guy, I'm not such a, a difficult person to work with. Bear in mind that it is only Jose Mourinho that could claim that he isn't arrogant, whilst at the same time claiming that he's the best at not being arrogant and is better than people give him credit for. You could argue that Jose didn't do this new nice guy image any good at all during the FA Cup match versus Chelsea last Monday. The United coach had clearly decided the best form of pre-match team talk was showing his players a Bruce Lee film as Herrera, Rojo, Jones and co went about trying to kick seven shades of shit out of anyone in blue. That obviously riled the London-based contingent a little, who responded with calls of Judas towards Mourinho, who himself responded by holding up three fingers to the home fans, one for each Premier League title that he had won with the club. What an animal! Hitting the fans right where it hurts by reminding them exactly how many trophies they have in their cabinet. Fans hate remembering past glories. But you know what? Jose isn't a monster. He probably is a nice guy. Especially when you compare him to Brazilian side Boa Esporte, who have snapped up goalkeeper Bruno Fernandes, a player who was sent to prison for killing his girlfriend and feeding her to his dogs. Let me just let that sink in for a moment. Okay, ready to continue? Fernandez was sentenced to 22 years in prison back in 2010, but was released last year on a technicality and is now back playing professional football. I think it might be time for Stuart Pearce to relinquish the nickname Psycho, don't you? The club's fans have been protesting and it is hard to believe. What are we going to see next? Arsenal signing up Oscar Pistorius to add to their attacking options. Sure, he's a little short, but you can't argue, he's got a deadly shot. You do get the impression that most Arsenal fans would rather have that option than see Arsene Wenger penning a new deal at the club at the moment. And as we're talking monsters, then we should probably consider this comparison from an Arsenal fan. I used to live in Zimbabwe and I watched Robert Mugabe ruin a country and Wenger's doing the same. He's the Mugabe of Arsenal. Okay. 
let's just take a look at Arsene Wenger's Arsenal tenure. Has Arsene Wenger been accused of killing thousands of people during his tyrannical reign in North London? He has not. Has Arsene Wenger overseen a fall of 30 years in an Arsenal fan's life expectancy, making it the lowest expectancy in the world? No. Did Arsene Wenger personally oversee the persecution and imprisonment of the lesbian and gay community? I mean, I've not been to the Emirates in a while, but I don't think so. Is Arsene Wenger quite unpopular at the moment? Yes. Well, in, in that case, that is a perfectly solid comparison, my friend. Well done, you knob. Still, Mugabe never repeatedly finished fourth in the league whilst failing to secure a Premier League title in over 10 years, did he? So I ask you, who's the real monster? So Leicester City are the only English team left in the Champions League. It feels a bit like having Jeremy Corbyn representing the UK at the Global Fashion Awards, doesn't it? But Craig Shakespeare's Foxes are currently the only hope of a Premier League team lifting the big trophy. Normally here, I'd make a thin pun about new manager Craig Shakespeare and a Shakespearean tragedy of some kind, but I'm pretty sure they've all been used by now. So on this occasion, I've decided to be the bigger man. Or not to be. That's the question. But whilst the Foxes could still realistically be the first team in history to win the Champions League and be relegated in the same season, Manchester City, who would have hoped to be topping the table by this stage of the season, have triggered their very own Article 50 and exited Europe at the hands of Monaco. The Blues' grip on the big shiny trophy first started to loosen earlier this week when Pep Guardiola announced his foolproof plan to win the game. The best way to defend is attack well, as much as possible. The best way to defend is attack well. Well, it's factually incorrect, isn't it? The best form of defence is defence, not attack. That is, unless you have Manchester City's defence, in which case the best form of defence is probably buying two new fullbacks, a new centre-back and a goalkeeper and just hoping for better luck next season. But the Spaniard was true to his word and not a single piece of defending was attempted by his Manchester City charges in the first half of the game. In fact, not a single piece of attacking was tried either, or midfielding for that matter. In fact, the entire Manchester City team had the same impact on that half of football as Paul Pogba has had in any game deemed bigger than a kickabout with the kids this season. But Bakary Sanya could explain it all. He had the perfect excuse for the underwhelming first half display, claiming he and his teammates... In the first half, we forgot to play football. I'm sorry, you forgot to play football? Sure, we all forget to send the odd email at work or a due report slips our minds, but I'd argue that playing football is a pretty fundamental part of your job, Bakary. Why did you think you were standing on a massive piece of grass? Do you think it was some kind of picnic? The first half really cost them. City failed to come back and Pep's shiny head went spinning out of Europe for the quarterfinals for the first time in his career. Prompting Garin CFC1905 to tweet, Three things that Man City don't have. One's a Champions League trophy. Two's company. Three's a crowd. I thank you all. But it wasn't just Manchester City's Champions League hopes that died this week. It was a pretty bad week for pundits too. First, we had Michael Owen. I know what you're thinking. Usually such a solid and reliable pundit. When they don't score, they hardly have a winner. Yeah, 
But in a rare slip when talking about the strengths of this season's Europa League, he said... It's a, it's a difficult competition to win. You look at, you know, Liverpool winning it last season, they played some unbelievably yeah. hard teams. I mean, the main issue with that otherwise spot-on and accurate statement is that Sevilla won last year's Europa League, beating Liverpool in the final. Still, it's a small, tiny detail. And it was even worse for Phil Neville. With City's game poised at 3-1 on the night and 6-6 on aggregates, the budget Gary Neville announced this on Five Live. Well, there's going to be more goals in this game. This game will not finish the scoreline that it is at this moment in time. I can put my life on it. Well, there's a guarantee. And now, Phil, you know what you must do. Good night, sweet prince. And finally, last week I thought I found my favourite ever post-match interview as Jan Vertonghen gave an expert demonstration of efficiency with his post-match chat. OK, Jan's in a hurry, so it's going to be a very quick interview. Jan, what do you think of the game today? Yeah, very good. Yeah. Thank you very much. And again, in slow motion, in case you missed it. Yeah, very good. But I think I may like this one even better. Mohamed Anas, who plays for Free State Stars in South Africa, didn't opt for the usual game of two offs cliches in his post-match interview after a draw with Ajax Cape Town and instantly landed himself in hot water with the missus. And I uh, appreciate my fans also. My wife and my girlfriend, yeah, I mean my wife, yeah, sorry to say, I'm so sorry, my wife, Lizzo, I love you so much from my heart. Amazing. You've got to admire his honesty in front of several million people. Or no, I'm not sure he was being entirely truthful. Given the reputation of some footballers over here, a honest post-match confession would probably take a little bit more time. Congratulations on a hard-fought point. It was a great match. Yeah, I just want to thank my wife and my girlfriend and my other girlfriend and my bit on the side and that girl I was photoed with in that nightclub in the sun and that fan I met in my Range Rover outside the ground and those 16 call girls in that Russian hotel. Oh yeah, and that llama. I mean, they got weird, but thanks anyway. I think that's just about it. Cheers, Jeff. That's it. We draw the curtain on another trip through the landscape of football funny. Head over to ontheleftside.co.uk for loads more videos, pictures and episodes. And give us a follow at ontheleftside on Twitter, please. Right arm off clothes shopping in Topman with Jeremy Corbyn, because that's full time. Bye. Do you have to do it now? Are you sure? Ugh. Right, we'll make sure Hollyoaks is taping. Yeah, and push play and record same time. Right, on the left side is written and produced by the lovely Anne McGinley and that good for nothing waste of space I call my husband. Why don't you stick to No, I won't stick to the script. You're not paying me. Fine. And Jim Salverson. This is an abrupt audio production. Look, is it taping? Hollyoaks, is it taping? Ah. Oh, Welcome to Ant's Pronunciation Guide for Dyslexic Jim. Lesson 1. Has Arsene Wenger overseen a fall of 30 years in Arsenal fans' life expectancy, making it the lowest life expectancy... Has Arsene Wenger overseen a fall of 30 years in Arsenal fans' life expectancy... Has Arsene Wenger overseen a fall of 30 years in an Arsenal fans' life expectancy... I can't say expectancy...